from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. Henrico County Manager John Vitolkis unveils his proposed budget for the coming fiscal year. And good news for Henrico seniors who have registered for the COVID-19 vaccine. We'll have details about those stories and others coming up on today's Henrico News Minute for Wednesday, March 10th, 2021. It's brought to you today by Henrico County. And now for the news. A lot has changed in the past 365 days. On this date last year, Henrico County Manager John Vitokas presented the county's Board of Supervisors with a budget proposal that became obsolete just days afterwards thanks to the arrival of COVID-19. Several weeks later, he announced a reduction to that proposal by $99 million to account for a worst-case financial scenario as the county entered uncertain times. But last night, though COVID continues to disrupt life in significant ways, Henrico's financial recovery from the virus appeared nearly complete. Vitokas presented his budget proposal for the coming fiscal year, a $1.43 billion operating budget that is a 2.2% increase from the original budget that he had proposed a year ago today before the pandemic. In a typical year, the county's budget would increase by about 5.5% or so, but the fact that this proposal is close to what would have been the normal spending level this year, even in a world without COVID, is significant. And a highlight of the budget is what county officials have termed a generational set of pay increases for Henrico employees, particularly educators and public safety officials, as part of a $57.6 million batch of targeted funds that will begin being distributed in the current fiscal year and continue into the next one, which begins July 1st. That bump will increase pay for all eligible employees by at least 4.4%, and by as much as 17% for the longest tenured educators. The new budget also will unfreeze most of the 450 or so frozen vacancies within the county, perhaps about 150 or so of which will be filled in the coming months. Additionally, it will fund the creation of 104.5 new full-time equivalent positions, most of them 91.5 in education, the lion's share of those associated with the doubling of holiday elementary school and new versions of Highland Springs and Tucker High Schools, all of which will open in the fall. For the 43rd consecutive year, the county's real estate tax rate would not increase as part of the proposal. It would stay at 87 cents per $100 of assessed value. The budget also would restore funding for capital projects in a major way to the tune of $224 million. That amount would include $54 million for the expansion and renovation of the county's two advanced career education centers at Hermitage and Highland Springs High Schools, as well as about $22.5 million in funding from the new Central Virginia Transportation Authority. That's money that will come in addition to the regular state funding for transportation projects. And it could increase to as much as about $30 million, according to county officials. Henrico's been able to weather the pandemic financially in much better shape than those worst-case scenarios that officials were planning for last year. That's due in part to a $1.5 billion increase in property values in the county, driven mostly by residential property values that have pushed almost 5% higher and helped counteract a 2.7% slide in the value of commercial properties. Higher than anticipated sales tax revenues also have helped. They'll still be lower than during a typical year, but 
are expected to total about $70 million by the end of the current fiscal year in late June. The overall operating budget includes the $983.9 million general fund, about 57% of which will be allocated to the public school system. County officials are hoping that the hospitality sector will rebound in a better than anticipated way in the coming fiscal year, which would drive more meals tax, hotels tax, and sales tax revenue. The county expects about $19 million in meals tax funds by the end of the current fiscal year. That's a drop of more than $11 million from recent years. Also during the Board of Supervisors meeting last night, supervisors voted to find a proposed expansion of Tuckahoe Park, home of the Tuckahoe Little League Complex, in substantial accord with the county's comprehensive plan. Plans there call for renovation and addition of several fields as well as a creation of a new entrance off John Rolfe Parkway just north of Ridgefield Parkway as part of a $16 million project funded by the 2016 bond referendum. The only entrance to the complex currently is through a neighborhood. Well, if you are 65 or older and live in Henrico or Richmond and you had pre-registered for the COVID-19 vaccination by the end of last week, you should have been contacted by now and offered a chance to be vaccinated. That was according to Henrico and Richmond Health District's nurse manager, Amy Popovich. She said yesterday that officials had contacted about 35,000 seniors in recent days to try to fill 12,000 vaccination spots on Saturday, Monday, and today. Obviously, that means 23,000 were not contacted in time, but they will remain on the list for future events. Now, the health district has opened up vaccinations now to all of Phase 1B in both Henrico and Richmond. That opens the opportunity to about 300,000 people, according to Henrico Chief of Staff Kerry Tratina. If you are currently eligible and have pre-registered, be sure to answer your phone if you get a call from a number you don't recognize, and also check the email that you used if you gave one when you registered. As more Henricoans are being vaccinated against COVID-19, the county's percentage of positive cases continues to drop. It's down now to 5.6% during the seven-day period that ended March 5th, that's among PCR tests, and it is just 6.2% among rapid antigen tests as of that same date. Yesterday, the county reported 68 new cases of COVID, up from just 33 that were reported on Monday, according to the Virginia Department of Health. The seven-day moving average of new daily cases in Henrico is now at 50. There were no new hospitalizations reported yesterday, but four new virus-related deaths. The name of a Henrico soldier who died during battle in the Korean War some 70 years ago will be added to the Virginia War Memorial's Shrine of Memory 20th Century during a ceremony March 11th. U.S. Army Private First Class Richard J. Harris of the county was wounded and died in battle October 5, 1951 in Korea. His name and that of a second soldier from Appomattox who lost his life during the 1983 bombing of the U.S. Embassy in Beirut, Lebanon, will join more than 12,000 other names of Virginians who were killed in action from World War II to the present day. The memorial adds names to its shrines once or twice a year. 
Here's something you might want to mark your calendars for. The Cultural Arts Center at Glen Allen will host an artist's opening reception on Thursday, March 18th from 6 to 8 p.m. in advance of the opening of Lego artist Brian Cortez's exhibit and works from youth artists in the center's outreach programs. You'll also have a chance to see an exhibit from the Richmond Woodturners in the center's Glass Doors Gallery, as well as Sharpies and Spray Paint on display by Jay Hall. Admission is free for all ages. Masks will be required while inside the building at all times. Today's Henrico News Minute has been brought to you by Henrico County's COVID-19 Emergency Rental Assistance, providing assistance for those who have experienced economic impact related to the virus, such as job loss or furlough. Applications are available at henrico.us backslash DSS or by calling 501-5294.